Hello, Duke fans. If you are someone who does not like expletives, curse words, or anything that is not in the Bible, please do not listen to the next however long this podcast goes. This is episode 284 of the, of the DBR podcast. I am here. My name is Donald Wine. I have Jason Evans and Sam Klein with us. And we're not going to do any analysis for this. We're doing an emergency podcast right after Duke beat UVA 66 to 65. So this title might be the only thing that we that we edit out but the title for this episode is fuck yeah <laughs> uh, this is the biggest game or at least the biggest win to date this year for the blue devils jason i want to go to you first me you we all were going back and forth of this we're all Ugh. fired up give me something uh so so i'll give you this so like i'm supposed to be on the post game right now i'm supposed to be interviewing coach k and the players fuck that no <laughs> well i'm here i'm talking to you guys an incredible game. Uh, clearly, I think, by the way, as great as Duke has played, to do this against a team as good as Virginia, this is the best game of the season so far. Because I've seen Virginia play several times this year. They played really well in this game. This was not, oh, Duke beat a team that was playing just th- – this was Virginia playing at the top of their game and Duke playing at the top of their game. And what we now know, the top of Duke's game is good enough to beat anyone in the country. Okay, and, maybe, not, maybe not Baylor and Gonzaga. But, I, yes, this was great. This, this was, was great. just what we wanted. Hey, we, we, just, we talked about this. We said, hey, if we could beat this team, if we could beat UVA, who is a top 10 team by any metrics, by any, any stats, we could sit there and say that, hey, if you put just about any team in the country in front of us, Duke could beat them. Sam, I know you're fired up. To, give me something. I want to go back to the very beginning of this podcast and just repeat what Donald said, which is, Hello, Duke fans. <laughs> that's it. I, that's my whole that's my whole statement on this. I am, you guys know, because we were texting about this during the game. But I am so fired up right now after watching that. It was an amazing game of basketball. Can we also step back and say, as great as this is for Duke, as as um, you know, timely as it is for you know, getting to the end of the season. This is we've talked about how this is one of the last. This is this is the last really good team that Duke is going to see before any sort of postseason announcement come out, how great this basketball game was tonight. It was, I know when you look at the box score, you're going to see 66 to 65 and you might think classic UVA game, but this thing was a back and forth affair. Both teams were hitting shots. The, the, the pace was actually, I think a little faster than it normally is in these games and like more fast break, more just more everything in this game this was an incredible basketball game to watch it felt like watching a classic ACC contest and I haven't felt that that way about a Duke game in a long time it was really I'm glad you mentioned that back and forthness of it it was like uh, it's it's almost appropriate that I'm sitting here watching what was coming on after the game on ESPN and it's boxing because these were two guys throwing (laughs) haymakers back and forth every time we would make a shot they would make a shot every time they would make a defensive stop we would make a defensive stop just absolutely back and forth and one of Sam you're right one of the best Duke games of the year just just from a neutral standpoint a great basketball game to watch. And Wendell Moore has more bruises from this game than oh Duke God. has missed shots. Wow. I mean, yeah. what a performance. I, I like. I want to talk about a couple of the players, and I want to start with Wendell Moore. He did not have the flashiest game, but he was fired up tonight to play UVA, and he laid it out there for Duke. And we have been waiting for guys like him and Jordan Goldwire to step up into that you know, leadership lead by example kind of role tonight. We saw it from Wendell Moore. We saw it for Jordan Goldwire in a way that we have not all year. Hey, I want to talk about Jamin Brakefield 
because yes. with two and a half, with two and a half minutes left, yes, with two and a half minutes left. By the way, first of all, Jamin Brakefield absolutely in the game for Duke down the stretch, and and virtually every one of Duke's big moments in this game involved Jamin Brakefield in some in some fashion. With two and a half minutes left, Duke did something I haven't seen in a long time. They slapped the floor. They came down and they fucking slapped the floor and said, "We dare you to try to score." And Jamin Brakefield said, you're not scoring. He blocked the shot. That at the other end, he had that absurd layup for the three-point play that he, he didn't hit the free throw, but it doesn't matter. But that was, to me, the turning point in the game. Virginia had the lead. We said, you shall not score. And they did not score. And then Brakefield came down, had a just, that was a huge, that layup was as big a shot as anyone on Duke has hit all season long. And so athletic and Yes. Um, like, like Jamin Brakefield, all of a sudden, I know that we saw flashes of it in January when he was playing in place of injured Jalen Johnson. The Jamin Brakefield that we saw tonight was playing like a junior. Like he was playing like a guy that was totally up to speed, totally ready to punch right back and, and had some great defensive possessions. Four. He had four block shots. Jamin Brakefield mm-hmm. had four block shots. And, 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 and at least one of those was against Jay Huff, who we came yeah. in saying, Jay Huff is going to be a problem for Duke. No wow, one. And he Duke was can, great. He can was quite great. match Jay Huff's mm-hmm. size, and and for the most part, Jay Huff delivered. But Jamin Brakefield made a couple of amazing stops on Jay Huff tonight that I did not see coming. I I want to talk about Matthew Hurt. You guys talked about two guys that I thought were instrumental in changing the game. But we talked about Matthew Hurt the the first five or six games of the season. Uh, of the of the ACC part of the season where he was the ACC player of the year. And, and then he had a stretch where he kind of let it go. And Justin Champagne has emerged as probably the front runner. But, hey, y'all need to put my man's name back into the conversation because he had a tremendous game for the Blue Devils tonight. I mean, just all over the place. Every single time when I was talking about these haymakers – Matthew Hurt was throwing a lot of those haymakers. So uh, we're going to let's pause real quick because we need to take a quick break. We need to kind of calm ourselves down. We're not going to calm ourselves down. We're just going to try and use the break to do so. Uh, But we will be right back here on the DVR podcast, emergency podcast 284. Okay, guys, we are back. Uh, I told you we were going to try and calm down over the break. We did not come down over the break. That's uh, <laughs> just is what it is when you do it live. <laughs> and you do an emergency podcast. Uh, we, again, just minutes after Duke beats UVA 66-65. We're, again, we're not going to do any analysis. We're, we're Wait, just kind of reacting to some of this stuff. Go ahead, You, you know, I, I have not mentioned, by the way, I am sweating. I want to be clear. I worked off calories <laughs> during this game. My heart was racing, but more importantly, I was pacing like pacing like crazy. I can feel sweat coming off my body. I was working up. I can't imagine what these guys did during the game because I was, I had so much nervous energy that I was, the sweat was coming off me in buckets. Can you imagine what this would have been like if Cameron had been full tonight? Ooh, Just like oh, how overwhelming oh, this game would oh, be. Man. Like being there can't like would be over the top, but even watching on TV, you could feel the energy just from the couple of guys on the bench that we could see reacting after every made basket. Yeah. And, and Jason, just to piggyback off of you, uh, I was telling you during the game that my heart rate on my, that my average heart rate on my Apple watch was around 105 or so. I also paced 2.8 miles. Now, <laughs> now, now keep in mind, no, no, no you're laughing. Now you're going to laugh. And Donald lives in a studio apartment. I've been there. It's hard to my watch. Studio apart- in, in my, studi- apartment. my studio apartment is 330 square feet. 
in total, of which, as Sam knows, 150 square feet of it is bathroom and closet. This man was going back and forth. I was jumping up and down. I was running in place. I was playing defense. I was doing everything that I felt that my team needed to do, that needed me to do from afar. But I, I Donald, I, you that, should open a window. It's probably baking in there right now. It is baking. Wait, wait. I, were you, you were playing defense? Because I on the last possession, which by the way, I mean, Duke's defense in this game off the charts. The fact that Virginia got the ball, they had like three different shots to win, and we did not let them get a single good shot. No on good the last possession, tonight. I was in my stance, guys. I when, was down. When I they, was ready. I was playing D along with the rest of them. <laughs> when they slapped the floor, you know how you kind of are sitting there like, all right, all right, settle down. Donald, sit down, like, watch the game. They slapped the floor. I was like, oh, oh, we doing this? And just got up, got right back up out of my chair. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Yeah. So, Sam, I want to go back to you because I know there's another guy that we should highlight, and I think you're going to highlight him. I mentioned – earlier how excited I was about Wendell Moore's performance and I also threw in there about Jordan Goldwire look Jordan Goldwire is a senior he is not technically the captain but we can sort of admit like he's he's one of the quote-unquote captains of this team and we know that he's not the most talented guy he's not a guy that is projected to to play in the NBA or anything. So this is it for him. This is his, you know, if that was Justin Robinson's moment last year, down the stretch, leading the team at the end of the season, this is it for Jordan Goldwire. And I would love for us to be able to look back and say that this game was the game that catapulted him into being the, the kind of senior leader that Duke needs to make it back to the NCAA tournament. The defense that Jordan Goldwire was playing tonight was great. He was disrupting passing lanes. He was, he was getting involved. He was moving the ball down the court, in the fast break more effectively than I can recall seeing him and also made a couple of really tricky layups that I know have been tough for him in the past. So tons to look forward to, I think from this game uh, from Jordan Goldwire against a team that does not turn the ball over a team that protects the ball better than just about anyone in the country. Jordan Goldwire had four steals today. That's in a one-point game, can't, cannot underrate that. Cannot underrate that at all. He was in. He was all. He was in a lot of the right places. Right. It wasn't like. It wasn't like all of them were just him stripping the ball. He. There were times where he could see the passes coming or see where the lanes were and be right there to, to make it happen. So. I'm really proud of our Blue Devils. I know you guys out there feel the same. I know Jason, Sam, you feel the same way. We're going to be back in less than like eight hours. Uh, we're going to try, <laughs> we're going to try and calm down and get some rest. We're not, we're not going to rest. Come on now. We're going to, we're going to be, we're going to be wired for a few hours, but we will have a full analysis of this game on the next show. Uh, we followed by, of course, we do play Syracuse on Monday. So we have less than a 48 hour turnaround. We don't rest. The team doesn't rest. We will be back to you on episode 285. Uh, to re- to preview all of that, to recap everything. But for now, this will conclude this emergency podcast, episode 284. These emergencies are great. We like doing these. Let's have more of these. Uh, but until then, until next time, uh, for Jason Evans and for Sam Klein, I am down blind. Duke fan, it's your time. Play us. Go Devils! Fuck yeah. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Let's go. (laughs) So this is not any analysis. This is going to be like, no, this is just, this is just, yes. This is going to be us just reacting. We can, we can calm down and do this tomorrow and be like, we, 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 we have a headline for this game. My headline is fuck yeah.